atop this mountaintop of Mount Manitoba, NotInHallOfFame.com presents, how the hell did this go number one? And I can hear what some of you are thinking. Half of you are thinking, are you going to shit on this? And the other half are saying, please shit on this. And here's <laughs> what's going to shock you for those who got to know me just a little bit. I'm not shitting on this at all. Now. I will shit for you. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but Brad has awesome. a bidet, so he can clean up after it. Let me pull these oh. raccoons out of my anus. On me! Oh, on me! <laughs> Glass coffee table. Yes. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> yes, yes. And actually, I just sort of like, sort of like, now I've set this up in a gallery for this whole visual experimentation. But yes, so here I am. I'm Kirk Buckner. I own, I operate notholofame.com. And with me is Andrea Tessman. See, you got second billing back. Aw, thanks. There you go. And Brad Nelson. And Andrea, you're the one who picked. A song that is one of the biggest songs of the 90s. A lot of people loved it or hated it. I was actually neither. I was neither. But Andrew, since you came up with this, who are the Hanson brothers? And we're not talking oh, about shot. The Hanson brothers are, were at the time, oh, a, so well, no, no, I'm, for my description, we're going with were because okay. we're going with clean cut preteen to teenage trio of Arkansas boys that were, hmm? Were they Oklahoma? Yeah, maybe they were Oklahoma. Aren't they interchangeable? Aside from Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Arkansas has no song. <laughs> um, yeah, so sorry, Oklahoma. Anyways, uh, country boys raised by an accountant father and a stay at home mom. They were just the like cute as a button little picture perfect teenage boy band but wasn't before boy bands were a thing because new kids on the block and those guys were long before that but they were a different sort of boy band they were almost a throwback well they weren't actually to, a band yeah they weren't engineered well that's that's the thing i fully thought they were engineered everybody thought they were engineered they were not they were just three kids playing and writing music. I thought they were creepy clones. Like just, uh, they, they made the original. They might be. They made the original and they cloned the next one and then they just cloned the next one. Like Russian dolls, but with garbage music. Okay, all right, so, so let's go with this song. So here we have, so to Andrea's point, uh, so I think at the time uh, there would have been 11, 13, 15. I might be off a little bit. Uh, Roughly, I, I think I think maybe 11, 14, 16 or 11, 13, 16. Does, okay, does it really? But whatever. Which, which really doesn't matter. Roughly, way, yeah. I thought there was more of an age difference between the oldest and youngest because I knew the oldest was around 16. I thought the youngest, Zach, Zach Taylor, no, 
Isaac have Taylor Zach. Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're the ones that Andrew used to have on her poster on her wall. No, no, I was no. too old for this shit. And I was too cynical for this happy go lucky ah. sunshine. Oh, well, th- this is where this is it. This is where our age difference, Andrea, becomes very interesting. So because this came out 97, 98. So you would have been 17. Yep. Okay. So I would have been 24, 25. I guess obviously Brad would have been. I don't know because he because he might be a vampire, so I don't really know what you are. Um, no, I think I I think I'm what younger than you by a few months. Yeah, but basically, I'm I'm, I'm 48. You would have been 24, 25 at the time. Yeah. So I, I think I remember when this came out because I was this was at the height of my music snobbery, and I remember people being surprised like you don't hate this, no, and I didn't hate it mainly because a was catchy as shit, b. I respected the hell out of these three kids because A, they wrote it, B, they performed it. And they, see, they, they did, when they did play live, it wasn't that much different than what they put out there. Mm-hmm. These three kids, say what you want about them, say what you want about the song. And I'm not saying this is a great song. I'm saying it's catchy, but, I'm, but they did it well. Kirk, are we three minutes into the podcast yet? We are. I lost. Why are you about to take oh. a shit? No, no, we we had a bet. Yeah, I lost again. We were we were gonna wait. Uh, I said it wouldn't be three minutes in before you or Kirk said when when is Andrea gonna say the word earworm? And I said three minutes in, no more. <laughs> okay, so now is that you that say earworm, this is one of the worst earworms. <laughs> okay, okay, so so this is why this is sort of interesting, like. You would have been at that point the more cynical age. So tell me your perspective, Andrea, at that point. So this song came out, I, I think it hit number one right after uh, Spice Girls. About the same time, I think. It was right around the same time. I think it was right after. And I hated that song. That and I cool. also hated this song. And I didn't hate it for any good reason because I thought it was catchy. I hated it because I was a bitchy, cynical teenage girl that wanted to be edgy. As as opposed to what you grew into. I, hey, I was very much like a pizza cutter. You know, those round, like those rolling pizza cutters, like all edge, no point. (laughs) Yeah, that was. Today I learned that uh, I am still a um, teenage girl. I'm so like a I, bag, baby. I very much um, I wouldn't admit that I didn't hate this song. Um, I never actually hated it. I just hated it verbally. Um, but it's freaking catchy. And it's honestly grown on me over the years, especially because I didn't hear it for probably close to 20 years. Like, <laughs> it's been out of the but when it occasionally comes into something i'm like but if I, <laughs> but if i was your age or just slightly younger when it came out i would have hated it because mm-hmm. you know like like at that age it would have been far more cynical would also far more jealous being so famous. being a teenager in the 90s i mean i'm sure just being a teenager breeds cynicism but in the 90s it was especially cynical and you know, we, we're looking at grunge, we're looking at Nirvana and Pearl Jam and a lot of like dark, 
like heavy music. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the pop charts at that time and it's, I want to say that entire year pretty much was rap. Well, yeah. and then the bubblegum that was, um, the bubblegum that was Spice Girls and what have you is coming yeah. out around the same time. You, you had a few different things and there was just Aquas this huge, out around then. Oh, <laughs> position of what was cool versus what was popular. Mm-hmm. Well, and, see, I, I didn't realize that I hadn't actually heard this song in its entirety until we started having to do the research on this. So really? I've watched the video twice. I've listened to it all the way through. There are no lyrics in this song that I can, that no, I can actually No, there hear. are. And the weird thing about the lyrics in this song is they're actually incredibly insightful. Oh, when you and read it, them, yes. But when, when the little squeaky kid um, squeaks the words out. One. Um, the, the blonde one. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. It, narrows it's, it down. It's the middle one, yeah, Taylor that sings. The middle sings. child. Yeah. Uh, cl- yeah. the, the first clone off the original. Um, wound up he tweaks out these words now when i first ever heard this song i could have sworn it was a pop song with a female front um and then you start you're not the only one as did many people a little bit more and you're like nope this is a child and i would turn it off and anytime it came on i'm switching radio stations and the whole nine yards so i never heard this song in, in its entirety and listening to it and if i'm if i wasn't reading if i turned my head and didn't read along unintelligible the lyrics are literally unintelligible so when when they 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 wrote this song they wrote it they um got signed on to a label and then the song was sped up and changed the original song is much slower you still can't really hear the lyrics um a little bit better but they're still a bit squeaky and somewhat unintelligible but i'm gonna read them because I never knew these lyrics, and I know whoa, lyrics. Whoa, whoa. We're oh. having a dramatic reading by Andrew. No, unless, dramatic reading by Andrea Tessie. Unless, Kirk Buckner, you'd like to do oh. the reading. Oh, okay. You do it. So I'm just going to, there's only two verses. I'm not going to read all the mbap, zibidap, ba, dibap, zibidap, ba, ba. Well, you just yeah. did. No, 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 no. You do not. No, wait, wrong song. His his scat, David Lee Roth's scat in that song. I you know I have that one down. One that he ripped right. off. And but okay, yeah, go on. Do not you do not disparage that. It's hamala bibbly zibbly bibbly hamala bibbly zibbly bop. Yes. Again, which he ripped off. But anyway. So back to Hansen. Uh, we've got you have so many relationships in this life. Only one or two will last. You go through all the pain and strife, then you turn your back and they're gone so fast. Oh yeah, and they're gone so fast. Oh, so hold on to the ones who really care. In the end, they'll be the only ones there. And when you get old and start losing your hair, can you tell me who will still care? I wrote this in my creative writing class in high school. You know what though, that's for like a 12 year old, that's pretty insightful and that's better than a lot of Uh, can i can i say though one of the things that my when i was 12 my dad said to me i forget what it was i was doing outside and i said you're embarrassing me in front of your friends those aren't your friends you're gonna find out who your real friends are at one point Mm -hmm. that makes sense and and and, uh there was something 
it's Ross, no. Rachel, uh, Phoebe. <laughs> um, Monica. But yeah, uh, but no, it was so true. It's like, uh, there- You forgot Chandler, he's important. I, I am the Chandler of this group, I just wanna- You are the Chandler of this group. Wait a minute, what is, wait, so then what's Brown? How you doing? <laughs> break <laughs> pivot um so anyways uh then the next verse plant a seed plant a flower plant a rose you can plant any one of those keep planting to find out which one grows the one that's name no is on the packet what you buy them it's in a packets. whole random seed packet basically what they're saying is nurture what will grow and nurture your friendships. You don't know what's going to be there in the long run, but Same you got to like. Cheap gardening stores and pick up like what assorted seeds. Brad, just because you found a new found love for growing plants. Doesn't yeah. mean Brad, you're Brad's the expert growing, on plant analogies. Brad's growing plants for a different purpose, but anyway. Oh, no, you can't. Smoke no, you plants. can't smoke those. Oh. No, That's they're just, in the pandemic, they're friends that can't run away and don't die of COVID. Or can they? Not of COVID, but it's easy to kill them if you're bored. Yeah. So, uh, so anyways, back to the lyrics. For, for uh, some teenage kids, this is pretty insightful. They write this song with these gibberish chorus that's a serious earworm. Um, Way too late, Andrea. Way too late. I know. You already told me about your bet. It's well <laughs> past three minutes. Um, so, Serious Earworm. They apparently were recording some other song years before, and one of them just scatted that in the background. No scat jokes. We don't need to talk about poop, Kirk. Um, Why did yeah, you point at me for that? <sighs> it was going to be you, man. I would never stoop to that level. That would be a shitty thing for me to do. <laughs> for me, I would stool to that level. <laughs> wah, wah. Sorry. So anyways, uh, so they, one of them, they, they, they then thought, wait, wait, that's, that's way too catchy. We should make a song around that. So they did. And then they put these like kind of life meaningful lyrics as the verses of it with this like super... This is this is bubblegum coated in sugar, wrapped in more bubblegum, and then like yes. maybe some candy floss on top of it. Yes. Produced by the people who just did Beck a couple of years before. I was gonna say, so they were they were picked up by a by a um company. Yeah, please. Who yeah. then producer? Who then um yeah, paired them up with the, what, Dirt Brothers? Uh, Dust, Dusty Brothers? Dust Brothers. Dust Brothers. So the Dust Brothers literally worked on the song for like two or three days because uh, the record label got a preview of Beck's... Um, Odelay? Odelay, thank you. Odelay, um, And thought, hey, we should get them working on this. And then when Odelay came out, there was a ton of interest in the Dust Brothers and they just kind of abandoned the project. So then there was a bunch of other people that picked up the loose ends and Frankenstein, the whole thing together. And somehow it worked. Um, 
so they sped it up from the original version. I don't know if you heard the original version. It's very similar, but it's a lot more folky. Um, Sped it up, added some scratching and a few, uh, some sampling, and turn it into- Not too much. Not too much. Because that that could have been really, really bad. At some point, we have to look at Rebecca Black Friday. No, we don't. It's Friday. No, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. We don't need to do that. <laughs> well, we, we will. When, when she never went to number one, into, though. When the show morphs into, what the fuck? But anyway. I don't think that ever actually was good or popular. I think that was just what we played. It was like Charlie the Unicorn. Like, hey, have you seen this video? You should totally watch this. It was to punish each other, not to actually share anything good. They stole my kidney. Also, you should watch Charlie the Unicorn, Kirk. I don't know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. We're gonna go to Candy Mountain, Charlie. We're going to Candy Mountain, Charlie. Oh God! How the hell am I the third wheel on my own fucking show? (laughs) Um, Because you're not up on the pop culture of 15 years ago. Yeah, whereas we're still living in the moment. (laughs) Oh yeah. Badger, 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 badger. Mushroom, mushroom. A snake, a snake. When you when you emotionally stunt yourself, why the hell uh, what, did I? This should have been one where I was completely blasted for this one. Oh, Kirk, we could do a totally different podcast on ridiculously stupid historical memes. By the way, I just want to like point out to, to like if Evan Nolan's watching this because he said like one of his dreams is to be on a uh, drunk history. You should be in drunk history. Ah. Uh, yeah, you're drunk. Yeah, you you're can't old, stay so awake though. Kirk, you get drunk and then you just like crash. I still edit it after. <laughs> you don't edit shit. You're right, I don't edit anything. <laughs> right, anyway. So anyway, back to Hanson. Yeah, so with this whole thing, like I said, I always wound up changing the station, but listening to it a couple of times, I actually got a little something out of it. As much as I still hate the song, if you were to take the Jackson 5 and any generic uh, pop rock band and fuse them together, you would get handsome. I gotta say they were, as I said, I thought that they were created. And I think a lot of us in the nineties thought that they were engineered and created. And the fact that they were authentically what they were is surprising. And it adds like, a huge amount of credibility to them. May I say, still are. Still are. They are still, they've put out eight or nine albums self-produced now, and they have a huge cult following. There's literally dozens of them. No, like worldwide cult following. Yeah, it's freaky. And they have a brewery that makes a beer called Mm Hops. Mm Hops, stupid up. Yeah. What 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 brewery? Really? Yeah, they have a brewery, <laughs> and it makes a beer called Mm Hops. It's an IPA, of course. So, did you guys uh, go down the rabbit hole of uh, Zach's old Instagram? <laughs> no. With all of what the is, racist, homophobic, gunnery, uh, transphobic, yeah. misogynistic. Oh, okay, okay, no, okay, no, I missed that. Okay. Wait, so the that? youngest one. Okay, the drummer. Yeah. Yeah. 
number three. He had an, in, uh, no, it wasn't even Instagram. It was Pinterest. Instagram. It was Pinterest, I believe. Okay. So he pinned. It might have been Instagram, but I thought it was Pinterest. Pinterest? Anyways, he had a he had an account. We'll we'll say Instagram. Um, that was it was mostly private, and then it was made public or leaked, and it mm-hmm. was full of pro gun memes. So Zach were, has screwed up like this three times, and every single time, I'm sorry for any hurt this may have caused. Yeah. Oh, this this gave a negative. This this isn't accurate representation of my personality and i'm sorry yeah any hurt literally isn't that big a deal to me no no it's not even the pro gun it's the fact that it's pro gun memes that are all like um what like they're misogynistic well no just like comparing um the um what comparing Prohibition of guns with uh, Rosa Parks on the bus. Um, what? Yeah. No, we're talking seriously racist, misogynistic, um, anti-trans, anti-everything, like, like, gross. Okay, I wish I didn't know this. Okay, I didn't go that far. And yeah. then, um, what, Brad, you said that was the third time. I didn't know what the other two were, yeah, though. Yeah, he went anti-BLM for a while. Oh, um, that's and then fun. the um, the Hanson, the band, put out a uh, an Instagram post that said, we believe any form of racism is an injustice, and injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. There's no question that we believe Black Lives Matter. So again, I'm sorry for any hurt this might have caused. He has that on a recording and he just hits the button on his shoulder. I'm sorry (laughs) for any hurt that might have caused. And then also, I guess Isaac, the oldest, also had a like controversy that I'm not sure what it was, but I'm pretty sure it was COVID related. Mm hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you how many kids, between the three of them, I'm going to tell you how many kids they had together, and you guys tell me which way you think they vote. So they had 15 kids. 15. So 15 kids between the three of them. So they're going forth and multiplying everywhere. Which way do you think these gun nut, you know, anti-trans folks, which way do you figure they vote? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so... To be honest, I hate ex- I hate politics, and no, but that's another story. I hate Winnipeg. I don't because I live on the mountaintop of Mount Manitoba. Dude, so, it's a yeah. slight grade. It's it's a building. <laughs> um, higher than most. <laughs> well, if you count from sea level, yes. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no. Oh, in Winnipeg, I'm very happy right here. In Winnipeg, um, a C is that thing that's over by civilization. Actually, you still can't even like a uh, river just <laughs> overflowed. But that's another story for another time. Uh, okay, or Hans. Okay, I did not know some of this other stuff that the two of you just told me. Oh yeah, this kind of deflected a little bit too because i was listening to some of the other stuff that they did and i didn't hate it like their christmas album is pretty good well no but i mean like it's like i i could give a shit if you're pro like man i'm anti-gun personally but but 
the whole other shit we'll have to look into that more but oh yeah i mean if you um, want to hunt or target shoot great then you go ahead and do that you just don't need to hoard them that's all no and then that's that's a podcast yeah. time i suppose i uh, yeah i i still if this song comes on the radio i will listen to it cheerfully at this point in my life but i'm not going to seek out their music to do anything to support them and, and, and fair enough and not a lot of people do but i i I'll just go back to how I felt then. It's like. However, if I come across mm hops, I'm going to try it. <laughs> Sippy sup, sip, do drink beer. Well, that's all the encouragement Kirk needed. That's yeah. a big beer. Is that no, like. He has little hands. Is that like a pint or like, like a half liter of beer? No, it's a full liter, actually. It's a lake from Lake of the Woods, which is like right under where I live. And it's a full liter of beer. Yes, it is. Kirk said underwear. <laughs> On that note. On that note, would you like to know what shit storm I've got for you next week? Because I'm the one who gets to pick. I left the 70s, by the way. <gasps> Thank you. The 70s mostly sucked. You're going back or forward in time? Forward. Oh, now, interesting. Here's where I sort of like wanted to say, do you know, first off, when we first started doing this show, I was in Barbados. You were. I was. And then you changed locales just slightly. <laughs> to winter no, day. No dramatic change. This is true. I hate Winnipeg. I'm fucking working on a thing here, Brad, you dipshit. I didn't sing the song that was Andrea. Let me just, anyway, I had a whole thing that I was trying to do here. Anyway. Sorry. You I, left Barbados and moved Barbados, to the Winnipeg. But, but, but I was sort of hoping that the two of you might have visited me, but maybe not in Barbados, but it could have been in Bermuda, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take it to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Lago, Montego. Ooh, why don't we go to the Kokomo? We'll get there fast and then we'll take it slow. <laughs> I thought this would be sort of good because A, it's summer. B, Tom Cruise just turned 60. And C. And I need an excuse to watch Cocktail again, so. No, Cocktail blows. But, but this, this song also blows. And I like doing songs that blow. I, yes, I fully agree. This song sucks. I also really enjoy this song. So that's because of your crush on Uncle Jesse. I mean, a little bit, but. I mean, if you didn't have song, a crush on Uncle Jesse. Any song that makes it seem like you should be sitting there with a mojito or an embarrassing umbrella drink in your hand, that's a good song for me. Well, I figure also, too, I mean, like, I know someone on this podcast will probably have a nice shirt that's going to go with the show. I've already worn them all. I'll have to go out and buy a new one. Oh, no. And I will probably try to make some blender drinks for it. Nice. Will you wear the coconut bra? I do not have a coconut bra. They don't fit in coconuts. You know that. <laughs> I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. <laughs> there they are, all standing in a row. And big one, small one, some as big as your head. It would find one as big as your head, and we'll talk about a coconut bra. But no. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
okay, no, I'm not gonna do it. Uh, because yeah, I mean, no. I didn't say these things, I'm hey, sorry. Did you write a book? Yes, I did. I wrote a book. I wrote a book. I wrote Moving right along. I wrote the greatest book on Chavo Guerrero Sr. It's called Chavo Guerrero Instant Classic. You can get that on Amazon. Hey, guess what? Next month, we're going to like have that on a, I don't know, that Kindle shit. I don't fucking know how that works. Yeah, it's one of them digital books. Thank you. Someone's going to help me with that. Now, also... Next, we always do the weekly show with Evan Nolan, but Evan's not going to be here. So, hey, hey, guess who I got? I got Jack Silverstein. Who's Jack Silverstein? Is Jack Silverstein? Yes, that like, Jack Silverstein. Jack Silverstein. Jack's going to help. He did that thing. He, like, he's, he's pretty well known. With the for stuff? The, yes, with the stuff. And he has the hair. He actually has amazing hair, by the way. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's got the hair. Yeah, well, Jack's going to be sort of like substituting for Evan Nolan, and he's going to be doing the weekly show. We're going to be talking about, hey, the senior class for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, huh? Woo, woo. are allowed to play football? <laughs> like, you figure they'd be afraid of breaking a hip. You should know better than to try to get Brad on your side for this. I know. <laughs> He's going to find any way to turn your comment. <laughs> well, okay. Well, okay. Well, this Brad's going to be a little disappointed. Uh, Am I fired? Huh? Am I fired? I'm not fired. <laughs> you can't leave the Buckner verse. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> By the way, when we went back and last week when we did the Karma Chameleon, I can't believe none of you sort of like pointed out how Boy George was doing this every day. And none of you did that. Jazz hands? Yes. Oh, we did jazz hands anyways. I didn't really notice. Hmm. How did you not notice that? That's Boy George. It's that not video. like it stands it's out. Boy George. Jazz hands is like the least I know, obvious thing also about him. That's his only move. Because then look at all this stuff. Do you really want to fit? It's all yeah, but doesn't he sort of go, you know, a little like this down, yeah, like he's low got, like, jazz a hands? Yeah, side to side thing. Yeah, low jazz hands. <laughs> all right, I'm going to point out one thing before I sort of like move, go into my next plug. Hit it. I remember back when I was living in Burlington, Ontario, we had the Burlington Pope. When I had an onion on my belt. Because that was the style at the time. Which it was. <laughs> and it was, it was big news, front page news was, Boy George stopped at the McDonald's. Oh, yes, yes, I don't know what he ordered. There's a joke there, one of you, come on. Nothing, fuck you both, anyway. No, if he went to BK, I would have made a joke about a Whopper, but there's nothing funny about McDonald's. It was a big, I don't fucking know, anyway. Yeah, I thought the Big Mac thing, but uh, eh. Although at the time, if he was famous and going through there, they probably had the McDLT back then. Oh. Hey, but how? Or the McPizza. The McPizza was actually kind of the shit. All right. Well, uh, how about the McRibs? All right. This is falling apart. So, Chris Fournay and I, we were going to do Auto Man. I'm sorry. We're not now because apparently uh, on YouTube, we can't find it anymore. I guess somebody blocked it. So, we're now doing the. The Harlem Globetrotters visit Gilligan's Island. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah. So Why didn't they go home with the Harlem Globetrotters? That's what I don't understand. And uh, Glenn Pulowski, the greatest triathlete of all of Buffalo. Huh? Yeah. He's single, by the way, Andrea. He's in Buffalo. Yes. Does that mean there's three of him? Like Hanson? Three, well, three Glenn Pulowskis? No, he's a triathlete. Oh. Well, well, is that... Like well, bisexual. Uh, I don't know. B- based on his political thing, I don't. He likes three athletes. Oh, bisexual three means athletes. two sex. You like two sexes, so he, he likes three. He likes three athletes. Three oh, athletic okay. endeavors. This is off the rails. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, him and I and and somebody from the Bleacher Report in Denver, we're going to be looking at the. You know. You know, remember where you were, right? Right, right, guys. When the, that big brawl between the Red Wings and the Avalanche in 1997, 98. 100%. I was yeah. um, studying for an exam um, in the library. No, I don't fucking know where I was. All right. Well, fuck you all. I have a lot of shows on this sh- on this Bucknerverse. And anyway, it's awesome. Hey, I'll I'll join you at some point on the uh, the shitty TV show. At some point. At some point. Well, tell me and I'll do it. Uh, I can find time now. And with that, wherever you are, wherever you may be, in the Bucknerverse. Uh Uh Stay safe, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night.